It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from Winterland at Gallagher Way, I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's check in with Matt, who is perched atop the winter tube ice slide, standing watch over the tomb of the comedian Gallagher. Matt, are you there? Martin... I'm standing watch. You're not supposed. I'm not supposed to talk to anyone or look at anybody. Well, can you slide down and join the podcast? Can't you get Mark Grace or somebody to take over? Gallagher is dead, Martin. No, I can't do that. I would be betraying my oath to- as a comedian. You're going to have to wait another couple of seconds until the until the bell chimes, okay? All right. All right, I'm ready. Sorry. I, oh. I just I take that I take my role as a sentry very seriously. At one time you used to take things seriously, but you know, well, anyway, Gallagher's dead. Now I don't know what to think anymore. I I know. It's okay. We'll we'll work through it. We'll work through it. Remember when I used to smash watermelons? I do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fred's head, right. I think is what you mean. I do. And, you know, obviously that was a tribute to Gallagher, but I have to give it to the Ricketts family. You know, there isn't much that I'm, that I support them really at all in any way about, but I, you know, this honorary naming of, of, uh, of the of the way in front of uh, Wrigley Field, I like it. It's it's a classy move. It's convenient because sure. they actually didn't have to change any of the signage. Right. Well, what do you mean? Why would they change it? That's his name. That's what I, I mean. I also heard they're going to erect a square uh, erect. building with dark glass uh, with. That's the most boring style of architecture ever invented uh, to complement Wrigley Field right outside. They're going to build another one of those, uh, and then they're going to put a statue of Gallagher on it. I hope that's so. One down time, the road. I hope in the future I can, with Lily, chase Cubs manager David Ross and yell at him as he tries to get escape into that building. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I got I got to get out of here. Where's the Gallagher tomb? There it is. Run. Exactly. That some, some small man is chasing me with a, a, a small woman next to him. All right. Well, look, uh, Martin, we've got a lot to get a lot to get to a lot. A lot of emotional stuff, I think, is coming just based on the title, you know, the topic. But yes. I think we do want to check in with uh, Eric the caddy. So, oh great! Let me just, uh, yeah, can you can you patch him in? Eric, are you there? <laughs> Eric! Wow, that was that was Jeez. not loud at all. Eric, what? What? Why is everyone? You're always mad at me. I'm just laughing. <laughs> Look, dude. Hey, what's up, hey, Eric? Look, you were standing by a tomb, okay? Come on. 
There's people are still grieving. Don't you? I mean, look around. <laughs> look, look. If anybody knows about death, it's me. Okay, and I'm not about to. You know, I mean, yeah, I love Gallagher. I love him, and you know, I love Martin. And you know, uh, not not you, Matt. I hate you. Uh, well, today. But anyway, love you uh, too, Simps. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, Eric, Eric, just please, can can you keep it down? <laughs> You'll know when I'm keeping it down because I'll be dead. <laughs> Look, yeah, you got to live. That's true. Yeah, of course it is. Look, you you got to live uh, to for today, man, and that's what I'm gonna do. And uh, here's to Gallagher, guys. Let's raise one, okay? And uh, uh, Gallagher, uh, I hope Stepanich is right behind you, because uh, uh, you were a lot funnier than him, and he deserves to die. Why did you die? <laughs> Good one. Good one. Well, uh, look. Um, I think that's just, enough for. He just fell through the ice. He did. Yeah, and the frozen lake they have outside at Wrigley Field, oh. where the people he's yeah, Man. he's okay. He's okay. He's he's hobbled, but he's terrible. Okay. He's okay. All right. Well, I trust you. Yeah, I saw him um, get out. He was bleeding, but I think he's all right. Even though, even though he's so, you know, hard on me, I do still care about him. Don't tell him that. I won't. But I, I, I won't. do. All right, uh, so maybe answer his phone call one time. Okay, maybe if he called me one time, I would answer the phone. Fair enough. Um, okay, so look, we got we got some business to get down to, and for you and I, this these are some serious. We're not happy. Serious about it. issues. No, you know, usually we're pretty jovial and upbeat, and we usually not try today. to find. No. No, you know why? Because we're, we're mad. mad at Wisconsin. Yeah, we are. We're mad. We're mad. I have a long list of things that I'm mad about. I do too. I'll I'll start. This is Please maybe do. some more of the fluff. I'm gonna, you know, I just gonna throw it out there. Uh Governor Tony Evers, or is it Evers? I don't even care. Evers. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Go- Governor Tony Ever. Because that's how long I'm going to be mad at him forever. Yeah. I was looking at Reddit as I do pretty much 24-8. And looking at the Wisconsin thread, apparently he's gotten multiple complaints on the bike trails being dangerous, crossing over the center line, not get, you know, not getting out of people's way. You're an he, elected he official. He does that? Yeah, he does that. Governor how Tony Evers. Yeah. He's a servant of the people. But of apparently course. on the bike trails, he thinks he can do whatever he wants. You know, well, in you my know, Wisconsin, which might be dead now, the bike trails were a place where people of all walks of life could gather safely and do some biking. I guess not anymore. Well, you, and you know what? I this I have an axe to grind with him, a lumberjack axe to grind with him, too. Because if you go back to the uh, 2000 election for state superintendent of education, uh, Tony Evers Evers won that election 
uh, by beating friend of the show and famous Wisconsin sports celebrity Todd Stelzel. And at Packers Todds and Ends on Twitter. Correct. Make sure you check it out, uh, especially if you're a fan of stuff from Wisconsin and also tips and tricks from a retired shop teacher. But, you know, one of the things is, you know, Todd's our friend. And, you know, if he had won that, he he would have had stuff to talk about. Like, usually he doesn't have very much to talk about. That's true. He only has like two topics. Right. And had he won, not only would the whole state been better off, I'm sure, and then Todd would obviously have ended up being governor, which would have made it even more better off. Anyway, you know where I'm going with this. So now here he is riding his, I bet his bike, I bet his bike isn't even a trek from Wisconsin. I bet it's some, you know, uh, bike from California where all the liberals are from. Exactly. But anyway, I digress. Probably saw it in the, in the magazine mountain bike featuring Bob Weir. And he's like, I'm going to get that one. Right. Shut up. Right. Seriously. Get a job. So since we're on, hold on. Since we're on the topic of governor Tony Evers. Yes. I've been doing a little bit of research, and you won't like what I found out. If you look at a picture of the governor, he has white hair, glasses. He's a white dude. Negative. He looks very, very similar to popcorn magnate Orville Redenbacher. (laughs) Think about You know it's true. You know it's true. Wow. And you know who and owns Orville Redenbacher now? The Ricketts. Probably don't, but I'm going to piece it together for you. Okay. Agricultural conglomerate Con Agra. Oh, great! They're not the friend. They're not friends of the family farmer. No. So, therefore, you have to question the governor's credentials on that one too. Wisconsin being a a formerly great state in a lot of ways at one time was a great farming state clearly the fix is in i i I, i'm glad you connected those dots martin you're welcome Um, it doesn't make me happy as a matter of fact it makes me even angrier you may have seen that the university of wisconsin badgers just uh hired a new football coach um so they plucked some uh some hanyak from uh cincinnati the great, oh, geez. the great city of Cincinnati. Yeah, and um, they're famous now, for that terrible chili. Yes, skyline. Yeah, yes. not good. Not good. You, how many ways do you want it, Martin? Zero. One. one Zero two, ways. Three. Four. I don't even know let's, what that let's means. Let's have a five-way chili. Maybe an octajay. Bible. And. So now, so they fired their coach, Paul Christ. Christ, I mean, it's, you know, come on. He was from Madison. And the Lord. He was from Madison. He did nothing wrong. His team was just, you know, whatever. And they weren't very good. And then he got fired like four games into the season. They replaced him with some guy that played, played there and then played in the NFL. And everyone was so happy. Everyone was so happy that they this guy, Jim Leonard. And then, yeah, and they were happy until they found the most expensive coach they could find. 
So they're going to they're paying like, I don't know, 79 million dollars or maybe 80 million dollars a year now. So, you know, so much for Wisconsin and it's, uh, you know, everybody reaching out to help everybody else. I guess we're all just, you know, or y'all in Wisconsin are just a bunch of people from Illinois is what you sound like. I have a question for you and then a little bit of a comment. I did a little bit of research. My question is, how many kids from the First People Reservation are not going to get a scholarship to the University of Wisconsin University system? Because this guy's being overpaid to coach the football team. Yeah. Well, let's just divide, you know, let's say six million divided by fifteen thousand. Cause they were paying the other guy six million and then they had to pay him a, you know, buyout and all this. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, you're the math whiz. My calculator doesn't go that way. A hundred million kids are gonna lose out on their scholarships. Yeah. I guess education isn't important in Wisconsin either. Not anymore. No. Well, I mean, no. you know. New coach Luke new coach Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. I'm yeah. gonna be fickle. Get lost. Yeah. Scram. Go Get back to here. Go back to Ohio and eat your chili. We don't want to see you. Go hang out right. with Jim Jordan or whatever you do out there. Right. Oh, man. Well, look. Looking at a picture of him, he's wearing like a... His jacket doesn't even have sleeves in it. You can't wear that in Wisconsin. Yeah, he, you know, this is just... This is a money grab. And this is a, you know... uh, This is Wisconsin turning into Illinois. He's wearing practically Um, a woman's hat. Also, the Packers are bad. And I'm mad at Wisconsin because of that, because... Everyone's mad that the Packers are are bad, but no one will hold Aaron's, Aaron Aaron uh, Rodgers accountable. They're like, gee, you know, oh, it's not Rodgers' fault. He, you know, he hurt his thumb, and uh, you know they didn't spend any money on receivers. Yeah, do you know why? Because they had to pay Aaron Rodgers fifty million dollars, or he was going to throw some kind of temper tantrum. And now he's bad because he's old. And he's a jerk, so the karma catches up to you. And when I say he's a jerk, I mean, come on. He's an anti-vaxxer. Uh, he's friends with that guy that hosts a podcast that no one likes. We're yeah. not going to plug him. Right. You know, um, yeah. And, you know, he's, he's, he's estranged from his family, which doesn't necessarily, you know, mean he's a bad guy. But in this case, it does because he's such a jerk. I don't even, get it. They Wisconsin, not long ago, held their former championship quarterback, Brett Favre, fully accountable for all his various trans, transgressions, right? Yeah. And now they're not doing it with Aaron Rodgers. I know. I know. Heard everyone from Wisconsin recognized that Brett Favre is, a, at, at best, a sexual harasser who stole money from the government. Right. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't and, get and, it. Well, the days of accountability and, and the forward mantra of Wisconsin seem to be, you know, slowing down. Now, also, uh, you know, the lakes, the beautiful lakes of the Northwoods are being taken over by rich Christian evangelical 
uh, right wingers. People who, from Chicago aren't the worst thing coming into Wisconsin anymore. No, <laughs> no not at all. Because at least close. people from Chicago had some money and they were happy to not be in Chicago. Now you have a bunch of rich people from like Indiana, Iowa, Iowa, and you know, Missouri, Missouri. And, you know, now they bring all their big money because they have nowhere to spend it down there because there's nothing to do. Now they bring all their big money up to the North Woods and then they think they own the place. And you know what? They, They kind of do because they're so rich that they can do anything they want, which we see all around us all the time. I don't even know what's going to happen when they build their gigantic mega church and have mass baptisms in the beautiful lakes of northern Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, people are going to put up with that. Probably. Uh, They'll have no choice. Who's who? Who's who has no choice? Well, no one else will be up there except the people that they employ in their makeshift company towns to like run the tavern and you know, change their props when they prop their pontoon boats. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what to say. I literally just kicked through my cinder block wall. I was so angry, and now my third floor condo is exposed to the elements. Well... There are Chicago you know, rats coming into my condo right now. I'm so upset. Yeah, well, you for, you're not going to Wisconsin because you know no. once you get there, uh, you know, it, you're just you might as well still be in Illinois. I would I mean, literally rather live in a third floor rat nest that is exposed to the outside than travel to Wisconsin. Well, you know. The days of us, you know, hiking peacefully through the woods in the summer and swimming in the, you know, lake and uh, enjoying the dark skies at night are seem to be coming to an end with all the ATV trails and wake boats and everybody have giant spotlights on their boats at night. Everybody's and when you say LED. Something, you have to worry if they're concealed carry. <laughs> yes. Uh Everyone making you stand for the national anthem when you're right in the middle of eating. Um, You know, all the LED lighting that they have all over their docks and their homes so that everyone can see them, which is not why people come up there. They're They're taking out the pool tables at the local tavern to make more space for gambling machines and TVs to watch the Milwaukee Bucks, which no one cared about. Until they got a guy from not from the United States who they'll throw away as quickly as they can once he leaves for another team in free agency because yeah. he's getting out of Wisconsin. Yeah. So good luck turning Wisconsin into Illinois, everybody. Uh, you know, all this time we uh, trying not to Illinois you, you know, we kept our mouths shut and we played, you know, the good soldier and everything. And meanwhile, all you all you guys were doing up there was just, uh, you know, basically co-opting, you know, what you thought we were and just, you know, injecting it with like super growth serum. 
and you know whatever that thing that made Bruce Banner into the Incredible Hulk, and now gamma radiation, gamma rays, right? Now you know you got it. You you asked for it. You got it. Uh, so you know, to the future Alabama of the North, without a successful college football team, we're not going to see you again. No, no, we're done. We're not spending our uh, hard-earned money where we get taxed so much, but we still save it up to bring up there. You know, uh, no, you know what? You guys, you figure it out now. You, you, you don't need help from outsiders anymore. You figure it out, uh, and we'll just, you know, uh, we'll go to Fox Lake and swim in the two-foot deep water that you can't see uh, anything below can't see your hand, even if it's just right below the surface of I the water. I can take but... a boat out in the CalSag channel. I don't right. care. Yeah, exactly. Well, boy, that feels good to have gotten that out. I'm still, I'm so angry. I'm literally shaking. Yeah. Can you I'm... hear how angry I am right now? Yes. And yes, I I can hear how angry you are. I can hear that you aren't coughing, which. That's how angry you, I am. I was going to say. As, so well, okay, calm just, down. You know it's, what? It's it, thirty-three time. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Well, uh, go ahead. I guess you uh, you're you're guessing the number. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Okay, I have the number. Okay. Um, one thousand one hundred and two. No, it was eleven, but you were closest. Oh. Oh, so okay, you were good. closest, yeah. So, right. um, so I go first, or you, you go first? You... Yes, you go first. Okay, all right. We're playing thirty-three, Martin. Here okay. we go. Mercury tracer wagon. Pull a lot of tail in that thing. <laughs> Nissan Rouge, as they say, although the correct name is Rogue. Tricky hubcaps. Okay. All right. Any anything that made them tricky? They're just, you know, unusual, and not everybody knows how to put them on. It's not, like, super obvious. Uh, smart people do. I thought this was my round, Smar- sir. Anyway, and by the way, how do you lose a hubcap? You know, I've driven, like, a complete horses, you know what, at times in my life. I've never lost a hubcap. How does that happen? It, it happens a lot in all-wheel drive. You just wouldn't know about it. Okay. All right. Final one. Uh, Toyota Sienna Hybrid. So sick. So sick. So much activity space in the back. The seats fold in. Best car. What mile per gallon are you getting in the city? Um, we only have one average right now. So I don't really know, but I think it's about 33, actually. Well, well, don't you live in the city? It's city mouse, country mouse. Let's not get into all that again. 33? You get 33? Yeah. And that's the first time that you've brought that up? Well, it's, it's... Wow. 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 Okay, whatever. Okay, that's all you're, I can you're say. You're still mad. All right. The name of the game is 33. Okay. What picture did I set as my screensaver? Uh, Waylon Jennings 
Brent Midland and Willie Nelson um, eating in a hot dog eating contest. Correct. Picnics, yes or no? No. What is the best bread? Oh, boy. Boy. That is a tough one. Wow. Um, I love bread. Man. There's not much of it I don't like. Boy. We're looking I'm going to go best. I'm going to go with a a real correctly made poppy seed bagel tied with Irish brown bread. Oh. There is nothing better than a slice of fresh Irish brown bread with butter on it. Wow. Okay. And that and I and I like all kinds of other bread too. So anyway. Good answer. Was that was but it was it the right answer? Look into your heart. Okay. All right. Well, well. it's that time of the show. Yeah. We yeah. celebrate life's victories and extreme disappointments. The roses and the thorns. The, yeah. So. Weddings and the funerals. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give a hurrah this week to uh, former NFL player. Well, at least that's what I know him as. Chad Ochocinco, who, as you may recall, had a. Uh, very successful career playing for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he, I think, holds pretty much all their receiving records. And he played, you know, pretty wide open offensive game with Carson Palmer as his QB. But I was watching uh, the World Cup recently, and the uh, show came on with Chad Ochocinco as one of the analysts. And I was like, what? Now, this is this is only a statement of my how out of the loop I am. So I very quickly after lif- listening to him for like five minutes, this dude is a huge soccer fan. Uh, knows a lot. He clearly played soccer, which I f- found out that he did. He actually played um, professional soccer here in the United States after he retired. Not you know he wasn't that great. To be fair, that does go to maybe sort of dispel the idea that, you know, if if we didn't have football or whatever, we'd be better at soccer, although it's pretty weak evidence, but it's at least some evidence. So he did play professionally and, you know, wasn't very good, but he was probably also like 57 years old or whatever. But anyway, this dude does a bunch of different things. um, And... I was very entertained by his takes, um, and I just I wanted to see more of him. Um, he's an interesting guy. He changed his name to Ocho Cinco because That's... it was it was like Spanish Heritage or or maybe I think it was Mexican Heritage Month, and he just decided to change his name. To that o- means eighty five. Well, actually, it means eight five. 85 means is, you know, some, is actually something else. Um, Lo siento, profesor. 
uh, C, C. But um, anyway, uh, he got into trouble when he changed his name because, of course, the NFL stands for the No Fun League. Uh, so, well, no. So he changed the name on his his jersey. And then before the game, Carson Palmer ripped the, the name off the back. And then it just said C. Johnson on the back, which was his real name. He got fined for that. So then he actually just went and changed his name to Chad Ochocinco. That's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah, I did not funny. know any of this soccer stuff. That's funny. Oh, yeah. and uh he's done bull riding. Um he played for the Montreal Alouettes. Uh after he was released by the Miami Dolphins for headbutting his wife. Um that was not cool. That's a minus. Yeah, he played for a team in Mexico, the Monterey Fundidores. Uh, yeah, just, you know, he was on Dancing with the Stars, WWE. That's where I knew him from. Yeah. EWTS. He was in a movie. So. He's done it all. You might, he also has nine children. So he's a family man. Too many. Yeah. So, so, and the most recent thing, pretty funny uh, while he was in Cutter, he was in the airport and he got reprimanded uh, by uh, by the uh, by the Cutter police or whatever the you know military police who probably he for public display of affection. He he tweeted, oh. "I just got reprimanded, warning in Cutter for showing display of action in the airport." Had no idea it was frowned upon. People had me nervous like I was going to jail. And then scared emoji. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. So, hurrah to you. Hurrah. Chad. Yeah. Matt, um, are you familiar with this establishment in Chicago, Archie's Tavern? Uh, not sure. If it's a place you and I have been, then yes, I am. I'm not sure. It's on 2600 West Iowa Street. Oh, uh-huh. That's sort okay. of, that's Ukrainian village. Yeah, according to, well, so this is um, from blockclubchicago.org. So Archie's Tavern has gotten into a little bit of hot water with the city. Uh, they have a ham sign outside their establishment. And it's been hanging up there since the 60s. And a city spokesperson has said that Archie's not does not have a permit for the sign. Huh. So they're going to have to take it down unless they can get some sort of waiver from the permit. Now, there is a picture of them with the sign down. They are allowed to hang the pole, which hangs outside their building at a right angle, the pole is allowed to be there, but they can't hang the sign from it. Is this really what Chicago needs to be worried about right now? Well, yes. It sounds like Archie's Tavern, uh, you know, just moved here from Dubuque or something. You know, of course you can't do that. Everybody in Chicago knows that. And, you know, they're just lucky that they didn't all go to jail. I mean, Martin, you got to have respect for authority, okay? 
Otherwise, it's, been up it's for all over just... fifty years. Isn't like common law marriage mean that you can keep the sign up? Just because someone's been breaking the law for fifty years, I mean, you hate Mike Madigan. You know what are you trying I, to say? Well, I like some of his stuff. Okay, he's a nuanced but you think character. He's crooked. Um. Well, Correct, you know, but I respect some of the things he did in the legislature. Okay. Well, but that's that's neither here nor there, Matt. So let's let's maybe let's be honest or dig a little deeper. Somebody got pissed is what happened. And they hmm. decided to punish Archie's Tavern and they, you know, had some clout or whatever and they went after him at City Hall. That's what it sounds like. What do you think I mean, Archie's Tavern did? Maybe they were too loud at Maybe they deserve time? it. Maybe. I, I don't know. Probably some uh, some yuppies from uh, Hinsdale moved in, and they don't like all the noise. Do you and think some like up some uppity former, lawyer, her former partner, not partner, her former intern, maybe unpaid worker, Seth Fox and his crew got down there and were too wild. Probably, and then some, you know, uh, very unhappy person who uh, leaves Chicago as much as possible except during the week because it's close to his job downtown, um, you know, got mad because some people were laughing or something or like singing and they're like, we're going to shut this place down. And then they, you know, that's what they're trying to do. So this might be a good idea for my new feature. It's based on something that famous radio man, Paul Rudd used to do the rest of the story. I'm right. going to find out what happened here, and Good. I'll report back to you. And as I Paul Rudd to used to say, that's the rest of the story. Well, I think that's a good place for us to shut her down here, Marty. Um, we're all looking forward to that. Um, I am, you know, too. And we're famous for following up on on things that we say at the end of the podcast that we're going to do. So let's let's, you know, let's just end it right there. Okay, catch you next time. Have a great week.